Hello, and welcome to the Holistic Health Show with your host, that's me, Amy. Here, you'll learn how to adopt a proactive approach to your health through effective, natural, and sustainable techniques. Whether you are just starting out on your journey or consider yourself a health-conscious pro, this podcast is for you. Join me every week where you'll leave excited to take your next step. This podcast is for informative purposes only. Please remember to speak with your healthcare provider for your health needs. I'm thrilled to have you here with me today. Now let's get started. Hello, welcome back. Today, I thought we would take a little break from the hows and the whys and focus on a who, me. I know that you're curious to know a little bit more about my journey and why I became a Reiki master teacher. So today, I'll share my story and some experiences, and you can get to know me a little better. I'm Amy. I'm from Newfoundland, Canada, and I live in the vibrant city of Sydney, Australia. What led me to this journey across the continents, you ask? Well, it's a story of love, a tale of meeting someone while traveling and deciding, of course, to uproot myself for the sake of love. That love story is beautiful, but it's also long. Actually, it could probably do with its own podcast, so I won't dwell on that today. I'll just tell you that leaving behind my beautiful hometown of Paradise, Newfoundland, wasn't easy, but with the unwavering support of my loved ones and the profound impact of these regular Reiki treatments, I found the confidence, energy, and drive to embark on a brand new chapter of my life. While growing up, I was surrounded by Reiki, and I received treatments from my grandmother since the age of 13. It wasn't until I moved to Australia that I actually felt called to expand my own Reiki practice. Self-Reiki and receiving distance Reiki from my family really helped me stay grounded and centered, especially in the first few months of living here. However, I did really miss in-person, you know, that connection that you get with the people when you're experiencing an in-person Reiki session or Reiki share. And I missed the community of like-minded individuals. So I can remember doing a search of Reiki associations and Reiki communities <clears throat> in Australia. And I was looking for a professional Reiki organization that had a really active community. So I became a member of Reiki Australia, and I eventually sat a term on the board of directors for Reiki Australia, and this year I actually finished up a role as operations manager with them. The welcoming community there was exactly what I was after. I was really grateful to have found them, and I'm delighted to say that I've made some really great friends there. Some of them will actually guest speak on the show. They'll share their experiences and the modalities that they practice professionally. So, you know, pretty shortly after diving back into Reiki, after I had moved to Australia, it became clear to me that I wanted to share the transformative effects of Reiki with others. I wanted to share my experiences and I wanted to share the same sense of relaxation, rejuvenation and well-being that Reiki offered me. I spent some time really reflecting on my Reiki journey 
before I launched my professional Reiki practice, I just really wanted to be sure what and how I could offer to clients. So let me go ahead and share a little bit about that Reiki journey with you. During my teenage years, Reiki became a lifeline for relief from physical pain. I struggled growing up with back and knee issues. And while we always sought answers from doctors, nobody could ever actually give a diagnosis or say why I was experiencing such pain. So what we did was my nan and her friends in the community of Reiki in Newfoundland, they would give me Reiki once a week. I'd feel the energy flowing through. It would intuitively address the areas of my body that needed healing. Some of those sessions did offer me immediate relief, while others initially actually brought forth some discomfort that eventually subsided as the session went on. As I entered my 20s, Reiki really became an essential tool to manage stress, especially during exam time. A Reiki session the day before an exam allowed me to find an inner calm, release the anxieties that I was feeling about it, and focus on the material that I had been studying. Reiki reassured me that my mind was at peace, paving the way for optimal performance. This isn't to say that I was practicing Reiki constantly all those years. I'd often have times away from it. And it was never really intentional. It was just more that life would change and I'd fall out of my regular habits. And this especially happened while I was backpacking. During those five years, I really didn't practice Reiki much at all. I would always notice big changes in my life when Reiki wasn't a priority. And an example of this was during my last year of my bachelor's degree. I'll keep it short and sweet, but here's the quick picture. My last year of uni was really stressful, and I found it pretty overwhelming. I realize now that this stress and feeling could have been drastically reduced had I continued practicing Reiki personally, but in the moment, I felt like I could not squeeze anything else into those jam-packed days. It was a mistake. I wasn't picking up on the clues, and I was digging myself into a deeper hole. So, what, what happened? Well... One day, I got smacked in the face really hard. It was right over my right eye while I was trying to study for a chem final outside. I was setting up an outdoor umbrella to study under, and this brand new umbrella broke and came smack right down on my face. I ended up with a concussion and temporarily damaged the vision in my right eye due to this. I was down for the count for a few months. Who knew an umbrella could hit that hard? Oh, well, actually, I guess I did. I was studying physics at the time, and the topic of the week was force. Anyway, I wasn't listening to what I knew my body needed, so the universe decided to take that into its own hands and slapped me right in the face. After the initial two weeks on the couch with my eyes closed and the lights off, I woke up. I started paying attention to the needs of my body, my mind, and my spirit again, and I realized how run down and exhausted I was. I actually ended up back in the hospital soon after the first trip as a result of the hard hand of the umbrella, and that's when I was diagnosed with Graves' disease. I showed up at the emergency room presenting with chest pain, 
shortness of breath. So it was pretty scary. From what I'm told, I was dangerously close to undergoing a thyroid storm. And what I thought was a panic attack in the hospital bed. But the doctors told me that I was experiencing a complication of hyperthyroidism. I was actually really impressed by the quick-acting doctors and the attention that I received during both those hospital visits. To manage the hypothyroidism, I took the medication as advised, and then I vowed never to stop my holistic health routines again. It took about eight months, but through regular support of the local hospital's endocrinology specialist, a nutritionist, because I was also diagnosed with GERD at the same time, And the holistic health modalities that I chose to help me through this, Reiki included, I was actually able to come off the medication, and I've been in remission ever since. That was definitely a goal of mine. I knew I was going to take the medicine. I knew I was going to do what my doctors told me, and I was really pleased that the endocrinologist was open to me trying other things. So long as I was showing up for blood work, taking the medication as prescribed, and feeling well and showing good results on said blood work. She was really happy to listen and support me in my journey of reverting back to the things that I had done to keep myself healthy before all this happened. And I do wish that I had taken notice of this before I got smacked in the face, or found myself so run down that I was then presenting with Graves' disease. And I now know that I'll never steer away from Reiki or the other holistic health practices that I participate in again. So fast forward to now, I continue to give and receive Reiki treatments, both in person and via distance. I follow holistic health practices and I help others to do the same. As a member of Reiki Australia, I'm surrounded by like-minded individuals who share my passion for Reiki. And this is really what inspired me to launch my own practice, Body, Mind, and Key, where I offer personalized Reiki treatments, space clearing, chakra guidances, and now this podcast. My vision for Reiki is for it to be recognized as a complementary treatment alongside other health services, promoting stability and mental and physical well-being, And I hope to contribute more through this once I enter medical school. There are actually some countries around the world where Reiki is practiced in hospitals. There's, I think, over 800 of them currently participating in Reiki practice in hospitals in the United States. And I would definitely love to see more of that everywhere. Anyhow, that's enough of me talking about me today. I hope the podcast episode has provided you with a deeper understanding of who I am and what I stand for. By sharing my own personal journey, I aspire to inspire and empower others to embrace their own uniqueness and embrace their own path. Each of us has a story to tell and a purpose to fulfill. Through vulnerability and self-reflection, I hope that we can discover our true potential and make a positive impact in the world. Remember, life is an ongoing journey of growth, learning, and self-discovery. As I continue to navigate my own path, I'm grateful for the opportunities to connect with individuals like you who are seeking knowledge, inspiration, and a sense of community. I encourage you to reflect on your own journey, explore your passions, and embrace the challenges and triumphs that come your way. Embrace authenticity. 
embrace vulnerability, and embrace the unique story that is yours to tell. Thank you for joining me today. I look forward to continuing this journey together, supporting one another, and creating a world where each individual's voice is valued and celebrated. Remember to keep striving, keep growing, and keep embracing your true self. Thanks for joining me on the Holistic Health Show and trusting me to guide you towards proactive health care. If you'd like to learn more about what I do, head to bodymindkey.com. That's bodymindki.com. And reach out if you'd like to connect. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to subscribe now on your favorite podcast platform and get ready to embark on an incredible journey toward holistic wellness. Until next time, be well and stay holistic.